To all the exhausted village. I'm, that's what I'm going to call your fans, Kyle. The exhausted village. Shout out to the exhausted educator. <laughs> this is a Holding On To Learning LLC production. Woo! The ideas expressed on this show are not the views of their employer. Besides, if you really want to take advice from this guy, well, you should probably do it at your own risk. You're going to love the exhausted educator. <laughs> What is going on, Education Heroes? You made it to 2022. Yep, congratulations. There is zero stress in your life now, right? Oh my goodness, zero. By the way, to the person who made zero, thanks for nothing. No more dad jokes! Well, it... Seems like 2021 and 2020, the stress is high. But I tell you what, I am excited about some things in 2022. And it starts with a brand new project we've been working on. It is all about building a community. A special community where you can get involved and we can all support each other. Super excited about this project. You're going to learn more about it in the next few episodes. And if you're interested in possibly becoming a founding member, yep, somebody who can help with the initial rollout of it, just hit us up. Contact us either on social media or you can email us contactexhausteducator at gmail.com and we will add you in as a founding member. And that comes with some perks, by the way. Some pretty cool perks. And when I'm talking about community, I'm not actually talking about like Facebook groups. Not that there's anything wrong with Facebook groups. You can find a lot of good, supportive people there. This is something different. I'm really excited to talk more about this in the next couple episodes. Jacked up about it, to be honest with you. But speaking of being excited, I'm also really excited about this episode that you're going to hear where we do a salute to paraprofessionals because I honestly think they need more love, people. They're working hard without a lot of fanfare. They need more love. And so we decided to bring on two amazing paraprofessionals to go, to do a uh, Q&A where I ask them some questions and then they just kind of give us some really honest answers. And if you're a paraprofessional, this is all for you. But probably even more important, if you're an administrator or a teacher, this is even more for you because you need to hear what these paraprofessionals have to say. They're going to offer up some advice about working with paraprofessionals, and I think you need to hear it. So, I want you to know this episode is going to be a salute to you, paraprofessionals, and all the amazing things that you do. Here's the rundown, and it's a super easy one, because this interview is going to take up a vast majority of this episode, and rightly so. Less of me, more of these two amazing paraprofessionals. But we're going to dive into all about life as a para, the good, the challenging, 
and what is some advice that they can offer up to you as anyone who might be working with them in the education environment. And we're going to finish up with a salute to everybody's hard work, understanding that it takes a real team. I hope you stick around. Let me introduce our guests, give you a little build up here. So there's two paraprofessionals who I'll be talking with in this panel discussion between the three of us, but they come from entirely different schools and entirely different positions. So Brittany Rothmill is working in a school with students who have behavioral challenges. So an intensive learning center offers a wide variety of intensive support for students who really need it. She works with students who have a lot of trauma, and she does an amazing job of being supportive and helping them work through all kinds of challenges in their lives. She's super caring and super compassionate. You're going to love what she has to say. Josette Threets is also a paraprofessional, but her role is different. She's more instructional support and support in a general education classroom, and she's been doing it a long time. She actually is the president of her local education association. She does amazing things herself. She's got a lot of really good advice that she shares specifically for anyone who's working with paraprofessionals. I think you're really going to enjoy listening to these two talk all about the good, the challenging, and advice for anyone who would like to hear it. So here is our dynamic paraprofessionals. Ladies and gentlemen, I am excited to have two amazing people on with us today. And I'm going to let them go ahead and introduce themselves and tell about their educational journey. But I'm really happy to have a couple paraprofessionals on who, in my opinion, do amazing things to make impact on young people. And I so appreciate their efforts and all of our paraeducators out there. And they just do amazing things. And I want to make sure that they get the credit that they deserve. So, Brittany, thank you for jumping on. Josette, thank you for jumping on. Brittany, why don't you go ahead and Tell the people a little bit about yourself and what your journey is to get to the point where you're at now. Well, thank you so much for having us on tonight. I um, started my education um, in daycare, actually. So early childhood, um, I was studying birth to second, and I always said that I'd never come out of kindergarten. (laughs) Um, Shortly after, I entered fifth grade right out of pre-K. So I went from four to five-year-olds to fifth grade, and uh, there's a lot of similarities. So uh, (laughs) I have third grade now, and this is my fourth year at the Kent Elementary ILC. Thank you. Thank you. And and Brittany's doing an amazing job of trying to balance uh, jumping on a podcast with having a a little one. She's got a little, little one in the background. uh, Who you know? (laughs) So we appreciate that too, Brittany. Thank you, Sharon. Josette, how about you? You Tell them about your educational journey. Um, You know, I started out as a military mom. I lived on Dover Air Force Base when we 
moved here from North Dakota, and that was way back in 1988. And um, I just was a parent volunteer. I was vice president of our PTA at Welch Elementary School. I um, started shelving books in the library and helping with the dial testing and, you know, started working on the playground and then got hired as one of the first original SBIs and then moved into the classroom. And since then, um, you know, it's been 27 years. So it's been quite a journey. All, all you know, four of my kids graduated from CR High School. So I've been around the district for quite a while, you know, done all kinds of jobs. And but all of my um, working in education has been at Welch Elementary School after I'm starting out as a sub in the district. So quite a journey, but a lot of fun. And uh, amazing. You're our, you're the, the local education association president too. So pretty neat to have a paraprofessional who is, you know, leading, leading the charge for the local, the local education association. Yeah, that's been um, a passion of mine. I love, you know, you know, checking in with our educators and, you know, fighting for, you know, things that um, are important and, making sure that people are okay. And, you know, it's just something that, you know, I've done and I do, and I enjoy every bit of it. It, it's just something that I uh, like to, you know, work on. I've, um, you know, traveled and done leaders for tomorrow at the national level. And, you know, I've learned a lot and um, I've met a lot of people and, you know, I just keep on keeping on, you know, I love working with the kids, students, they're so resilient. It's been amazing to be able to work with the kids that I have and the staff that we have, you know, on the base. I've, you know, it's how I grew up. That's the life I've known my whole life. Yeah, is, yeah. Um, being an Air Force brat. So, yeah, which um, which is is an interesting. You know, the school itself is interesting in that it is on the air base. So the dynamics of the school are maybe a little bit different as far as some of the challenges, and that you know those families are dealing with you know parents who are maybe being deployed and there's a variety of things that, you know, those kids need a lot of TLC and love for some of the things they're going through. And, and to be honest with you, the, the sacrifices that those families are, are, are providing. So all in all, so thank, thanks again for everything you do and super happy to have you on and Brittany as well. Uh, let's jump in real quick. What I wanted to do was just kind of go over some of the, the great parts of being a paraprofessional and then maybe some of the challenges that, uh, that exist within that role. So, Jose, if you you want to get us started, what what would you say are, are some of your favorite parts uh, of of being a paraprofessional and working working in in the school that you're at? Um, I think one of the things is being able to have that direct line of um, communication with the kids. Um, I get to spend a lot of time with them in the classroom, in the hallway, on the playground, you know, in the cafeteria. So I get to know their likes and dislikes. I get to talk to them about different things. I find out all kinds of things, you know, while I'm talking to them. I don't know that I want to know all of them, but I do. (laughs) You know, it is good, (laughs) you know, building that relationship with the kids in there. And, you know, because, you know, when you meet those little first graders in there, you do realize that, you know, someday they may be in your class. You know, and they remember that. And it's kind of cool that they remember that Um, in the classroom that we work in. um, We've had a hashtag for years, OFAF, once family, always family. So we remind them, you know, and you see them in high school, you see them in middle school, you see them all around and you realize that they remember that they were in that classroom. And that's kind of cool. You know, that's one of the things. And that's, you know, one of the things that I enjoy is that direct contact with them and getting to know who they are you know, while, you know, while they're all over in the classroom and what, no matter what grade they're at, you know, I think that that's fun. You know, I like the versatility that I have, you know, you know, being in the classroom and 
doing different things, not having to be responsible for everything, but the things that I am responsible for, um, you know, are things that I can handle on most days, you know, so that part's good. Yeah. And, and I honestly believe, you know, the power of having staff in general in the classroom, but paraprofessionals can make such an impact. And when we talk about paraprofessionals, really kind of a, a broad category, because we have everything from instructional paras to uh, paras who are working one-on-one with students. Goodness, there's even paras who are helping out like in offices and helping with nurses or helping uh, on on buses in some school districts. A paraprofessional, the role is really wide and expansive, but really impactful. And the importance of having a a paraeducator working with students, it just can't be understated in my opinion. Brittany, how about you? You want to tell us a little bit about you know, some of your favorite parts of the job? I know you're, you're working in a different, a different, uh, with a different population of students in a different setting than Josette. Uh, tell us about some of the, your favorite parts of, about being a paraprofessional. Be surprised um, if everybody's in education didn't have the same answer. The kids, the kids are definitely uh, the most exciting part about the job. Every day is different. Uh, you never know what you're walking into. And I'm just not a person that could probably go and do the same thing every day. <laughs> so even though our kids definitely need the structure and the schedule, no day looks the same. And that's like the best part easily. Yeah. Easily. And you're right. I, You would hope that that's everybody's answer, you know? <laughs> yes. So, some people may yes. have more than one or a few, but you would hope that that's the answer that they're leading to. You know... In your specific case, working at an intensive learning center with students who have, some of them have, many of them have some academic needs, but all of them have some behavioral challenges that they're working on. And uh, in your case, you have a variety of challenges that you're working with as a paraprofessional, probably not the same challenges exactly as maybe someone else in a different position, you know? Paraprofessionals have a wide range of responsibilities as far as what they're asked to do. So what about you? What what would you say are some of the challenges you face like in your specific position? I think I think about like my first year and uh, the biggest challenge that first year for me was not taking it personal. You know, you never know what's going to trigger these kids. Um, and just not like he said just not taking it personal like it's not at you um their home lives you know taking it home with you it can become emotionally draining to hear some of their stories and just realize like they're still a kid you know something might be thrown something might be hit something might be and it looks um in that moment like they're mad at you that they're angry at you and it's it's not there's something so much bigger um they didn't get enough sleep. They didn't have breakfast before they came. They need a hug. It's been all weekend long and no one smiled at them. No one's asked how they are, you know? Uh, so I think that's the biggest part of um, our job for sure. You know, in, in, I, I absolutely love your school. I, I adore your, your school and the work that you and your staff do. And you specifically have been there Thanks for so years much. and, working hand in hand with the teachers and the staff there, but in a very loving and compassionate way, you know, guiding young men and young women, right? K to, K to five. But, K you know, to five. Yeah, that's right. And 
the one thing I, I always really, I try to, to take from watching all of your staff work and relay that information to others, specifically, especially as paraprofessionals who may be working in other, um, with other specific populations of students, maybe it's special education or even in the general education population. And I, I think taking, <laughs> trying to not take uh, what's happening behaviorally, personally, to to reflect on you is so incredibly hard. Like that, what you're saying right. makes sense, right? And I know mm-hmm. from my years working in special education, I'd take some of that home. I and mean, it's, it's tough to not let it beat you up a little bit internally, especially when you're talking about kids who you really invest hard in and you really want to try to get the most out of them. You see this amazing potential in them and and maybe there's something behaviorally that happens that, that just kind of weighs on you. So I, I think the teachers and the paraprofessionals who have an ability to just kind of understand, completely understand that that kid may be going through some trauma, that kid may be just having a rough day, whatever it is, you just kind of give them grace and give let, them, grace. Yeah, let right. them get through their stuff and then you know, you pick it back up when they're when they're back and ready to go. So I so appreciate all the work that you do and and anyone anyone else really working with students with behavior challenges, regardless of the setting or um that you're working in. So Absolutely. And it happens in um in general ed, you know? Yeah. We see it there too. You you, you versus twenty kids, you still see it. Yeah. You still see it. And it's harder to spot, I feel like, sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Watching those signs, watching all of those signs, knowing your kids, you can't you can't teach them till you build that report. So that's so true, so true. Josette, what about you? Uh, challenges that that you see or or know about for the paraprofessional. So when I talk about challenges, I try not to get emotional, but I, um, I'm very fortunate. I do work with someone who's very easy to work with. Um, we have built a strong relationship because of that. We've worked together um, successfully for 12 years, you know, so I think that that's a great thing, but that is not what everybody deals with. And so there are people that, you know, deal with the challenges of being pulled in a million different directions all the time. Um, you know, when they're really trying to do, you know, the things that they need to do that they were assigned to do and they're getting pulled and, you know, everybody's getting pulled and we get that. Um, but that is something that has happened to them for a lot of times. You know, a lot of them have degrees. They don't get paid the extra money in some districts for that degree. You know, there's a lot of different challenges that happen with that. You know, some of them are appreciated. Many of them are not, you know, sitting on that meeting the other night, um, the round table with um, our National um, Education Association president, you know, we had that conversation about Um, how some people are just not treated as kindly. They look at them as just another body. You know, it's, you know, they're some of the most amazing people in the world are paraprofessionals. Agreed. They work so hard for their job. You know, they'll do anything you ask of them, you know, but you just have to remember, you know, that they are human too. And they have feelings and they are hard workers and they love their job too, but they do want the respect um, they do want to know that you care. They do want to know that they're appreciated. All of those things, you know, those are some of the challenges that they do is just the underappreciation. It's what I hear most times. 
It's what other presidents, when I talk to them at the state and national level, it's what they share too. So I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was, but I'm not. Um, so if, you know, people can just remember that one thought um, when it comes to who they are, just remember who they are, just appreciate them. They'll do it. They don't care. <laughs> you know, we pretty much will do what you need, yeah. you know, but just let them know that, that you appreciate that, yeah. that you care. Yeah. Well, to, to close, I would just say, do you have any general advice to educators, anybody who's working with paraprofessionals, whether it's teachers or principals, uh, anyone in general, um, what, what advice would you, would you say um, to them that would, might be beneficial? So I think about educators and I think they are absolutely superheroes, all of them, superheroes. But what is a superhero without their sidekick, right? You know, we're a team. That's it. Um, I think about my the teacher that I work with this year, and she's phenomenal, Miss Owens. I love her. Shout out <laughs> um, to Miss Owens. Admin. Shout out to Miss Owens. Um, <laughs> my admin. Um, they all we're a team. We are a team. We have each other's back. Um, no one's too good for any job. You know, n- not too good to hop in at any point. Um, the other day, you know, writing an IEP. Um, and Miss Owens comes to me and she's like, you know, you sit next to this kid all day, every day. What do you think? You know, what is, what do you think about this? I, I value your opinion. And I just think that that goes such a long way. Well, that's well said. And you are right. Yours, I'm very fortunate in that uh, I get out to a lot of different schools and I get to meet with a lot of amazing educators and a lot of amazing paraprofessionals. And in your school in particular, I really think the success of your school is built around that family foundation. You don't have a massive amount of teachers. You don't have a massive amount of paraprofessionals. It is a very small group. So I think you're, you're tied together you know, for, a, for the common good, for the common good, we right? Yeah. We're walking to the bathroom, we're walking to fill our water bottles and something's happening and we're hopping right in. You know, we all know each other's kids. We all know each other and we, we have a look, you know, just like, just like any family, like you good, you need help. <laughs> so it is, it is a family. And um, like I said, no one's too good to hop in any job. The other day, um, my admin hops in so I can take my break, you know, numbers right now, you know, without substitutes and without the coverage she's no she's not too good to do any job so yeah that's great appreciated you know we work as a team yeah you're so right like teamwork makes the dream work right absolutely true Josette let's kick it back to you to, to finish us off what what would you give as far as you know advice or anything in particular you think uh needs to be shared to close us out you know I think about it you know here and there but I know one thing that I know is that we all have to remember that we are all here for one thing and that's our babies, our children. That's what we're, you know, our main thing, but we do have to take care of each other. It is important. It's not fun right now. It's not as, you know, as peaches and cream as we've had it before, but we still are human. We still care about each other and we do have to um, show that compassion for each other. And just remember why we're all here. And in the meantime, we have to take care of ourselves and each other. And just remember that communication is the way that we're going to carry ourselves through this. We have to hold on to each other. It's the only thing way we're going to get through it. 
Yeah. Well, that that's that was really, really well said. Thank you so much for sharing that. Well, Brittany and Josette, I so appreciate all the work that, that the two of you do. Amazing stuff you're you're doing to help students, to help uh, the educators in your school, and to work with your staff. And so I just honestly believe that paraprofessionals are a huge piece of the school population that needs more and more uh, celebrations, to be honest with you. We need to be able to celebrate our paras more. We, we need to do a better job of putting them on the pedestal that they deserve to be on because a paraprofessional tries to figure things out, in many cases on the fly, right from the jump when they come in, and, and it's not always easy, and yet they find a way. That it, so many great paras seem to find a way, working with the teachers, working with the administration, just how what is the best way to work with kids and so i just appreciate all that you you do and all that the paras do so thanks so much again for for jumping on i really appreciate you build a team build a strong team you heard them both talk about how important it is to lean on each other whether it's Working at the secondary level, the middle school, the elementary, or the pre-K, it's all the same philosophy. How do you get through challenging times? You lean on each other. That's not my word. You heard both of them talk about the importance of team. It's so incredibly true. You know, working together, banding together, and along that same lines, Paraprofessionals, so many of them, work like crazy. Try to, be, try to be flexible. You know, throughout this pandemic, the life of a paraprofessional has been, hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do this? Work, work, work some more. And they just do. They just do. Without questions. They deserve to be appreciated even more so than they probably already are. So hats off and a salute to you, paraprofessionals. We need to make sure they're a part of our team. We need to make sure that they know how much they're appreciated and how valuable their work is because it truly, truly is. The students are impacted in such amazing ways when paraprofessionals work in their best interests and give all that they have. And so many of them do, every single day. Thank you again, paraprofessionals. So, I'm going to end on this note, as I always do. Take care of yourself, so you can take care of them. I hope you swing on back again soon. Have a great one. Party time! Sirens are going off in my head. We're going to try to just not be horrible. I'm watching you, exhausting agitators. Always watching. Last Christmas. <laughs>
This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com slash podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode. We would like to thank Kevin McLeod for the use of his music in our intro, outro, and also the music used in our interviews. You can find his information in the show notes below.